0: Welcome to the PROCON Podcast, hosted by Paul Vogels, with expert guest interviews, case study reviews, and insightful discussion topics. The PROCON Podcast leads the project controls conversation. Hello, and welcome back to a new episode of the PROCON Podcast. In this episode, we will do a review of the National Construction Summit 2022 held in Dublin in the National Sports Campus. Um, In this episode, we're gonna talk a little bit about the exhibitors which were there, uh, about the presentation slots, and we will broadcast our two keynote speeches we uh, have been given uh, on behalf of the PrimaNet Academy which opened up their subsidiary in Dublin uh, early 2020. Uh, everybody knows what happened. Uh, so we reopened it uh, this year. Uh, and the other uh, topic we talked about is lean scheduling, which is included in the lean construction uh, way of working uh, where we gave an, a, a keynote over. Um, and it's also part of our, uh, um, our blog materials, which we are discussing in the, in the Procon podcast. So as everybody knows, the Procon podcast is about use cases. It's about uh, specials uh, like tooling, for example, and it's about education. Uh, And in this episode, we're going to cover two topics, uh, the educational part, why project controls is so important, and uh, the methodology part uh, included in the use case of the National Construction Summit. So um, um, this is an audio introduction. Uh, There is some video material. uh, If you look at our website, proconpodcast.com you can see also the video material of the introduction where we are going to show you the event and the two keynotes are also uh, uh, filmed and broadcasted and can be downloaded uh, on the bottom of this uh, this page so let's first go to the National Construction Summit uh, where we are going to give an overview of the uh, the floor and uh, and do the uh, introductions uh, over there Uh, tune in Welcome to the National Construction Summit 2022. After being back for the last two years, Primanet is here looking at the latest trends on project controls. With our Premonet Academy opened up in Ireland in 2020, and of course due to COVID closed down for the last two years, we are reopening our Academy. Today we're going to give two keynotes. One is about how important project controls is within the industry to be safe on schedule, within budget, etc. And the other one is around lean scheduling, a new methodology within the construction energy, industry where lean scheduling is combined with critical part methodology. So it has a more committed version of a schedule. Today we're going to look at some competitors and some partners within the industry about drone technology, about digital transformation, and of course about the jobs and skills. So come with me today and look at this National Construction Summit 2022 in Dublin, Ireland. So welcome back in the studio of the Procon podcast. And as you all have been able to see, um, it's a big floor. There are a very, very broad range of exhibitors. It goes from construction materials... Uh, but also for example the uh, well, the the famous boston uh, uh, dog is there the robotic dog is uh, is there as well there are some software vendors there are a lot of educational vendors uh, so it's a very broad range uh, ireland is a very upcoming economy um it's it's been building a lot uh, i think one of the biggest examples in dublin for example is the children's hospital uh, over 2 billion euros contract um a main contract risk bam uh, famous in the Netherlands, in Belgium, in uh, in Ireland as a contractor, uh, but also very different. Uh, uh, st- um, uh. Partners are over there to build uh, new assets. Um, it's an IT HubSpot. It's a technology HubSpot. All the famous uh, companies like Intel, um, Apple, uh, Google, Spotify, Facebook, HubSpot, they are over there uh, to build their assets. They have their campus. It's the high-tech campus uh, uh, in Dublin, for example. So a very broad range. Uh, the National Construction Summit uh, is exposing uh, for a few years right now. Um, they have been... Um, uh, hit by COVID as well, uh, but today um, or last week, uh, it was actually uh, there were over two thousand exhibitors. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, um, uh, people visiting the uh, exhibition. So it's a very broad and very interesting um, uh, show to uh, to go to. Uh, one of the nice things I liked is that they have this. Team uh, stages. Uh, so, for example, there's a jobs and skills uh, team uh, where we, uh, of course, have, have given the, the keynote about the Primenet Academy. Uh, one of the other is where we um, uh, gave the Lean uh, um, uh, keynote. Is the Lean stage? It's about Lean construction, uh, which is very interesting because they are talking about reducing waste, reducing energy, reducing materials, um, CO two reduction, uh, um, climate change, etc. Is very Interesting to talk about and with the way of reconstructing uh, the the way you build, actually, um, it can give a really big impact. Uh, The construction and engineering industry is one of the least productive um, industries in the world for ages um, and there is no scalability in in that part, uh, but there are a lot of possibilities and a lot of opportunities. So uh, one of the other keynotes we have been looking at uh, by uh, by a guy named Patrick, uh, he said, well, the, he's an architect your productivity is is actually based on the way you plan things eh? the way you design a building the way you plan the construction site etc will give you the the landmark for um, for the productivity you can uh, you can give so very interesting um, uh, to see i talked to a lot of uh, uh, people over there um, ireland dublin of course is the is the main capital is a very unique position. It's it's part of the Irish island. So you have Northern Ireland, and you have uh, Ireland. Um, Ireland is still in the EU. Uh, uh, United Kingdom. Not anymore. Um, so it's very challenging atmosphere to to uh, to be in, um, but this gives you the the, the right mindset to uh, to build on this. Um, I think we're going to show you or, or broadcast the uh, the two keynotes we uh, we have been given. Uh, one about lean, uh, where lean methodology on lean scheduling is uh, is a little bit explained and why that's a new way of working. Uh, yes, it can be supported by tooling, uh, but also the mindset. Uh, it's not the planner pushes the planning to the uh, to the execution uh, but the planner is building the uh, the schedule together with the execution team uh, where they can commit uh, um, uh, remove restraints constraints uh, etc and then have a very good uh, committed schedule uh, so that's the first one we are going to listen into and then the last keynote, which will be broadcasted directly after that, uh, is about why project controls is very important. Um, everybody has a, s- a chief financial officer, uh, nobody in the world has a chief project officer in the in the boardroom uh, but well at least the companies we are talking to construction engineering companies make their money by doing and um, executing projects uh, and the better your project the better your margin the better your company yeah? so that's uh, that's the simple uh, explanation so that's why we um, we want to make people aware of project controls of the importance and uh, as you all can read uh, the PROCON podcast is leading the project controls conversation so in this case uh, we are leading it with uh, with uh, giving some awareness awareness on, on project controls. Let's uh, listen into to those uh, keynotes. Well, thank you, everybody. Okay to go. So, uh, sorry about missing of uh, missing the appointment uh, this morning. It's all about scheduling. So uh, maybe I can learn uh, something uh, today. Um, I'm going to talk about lead scheduling within the construction industry. And lead scheduling is a new methodology which has been introduced since a couple of months, years, um, and it's, it's a little bit helpful about uh, what Patrick uh, told uh, this morning, uh, it's about reducing waste. And um, i a little bit about myself, why I think it's, a, it's so important, um, lean scheduling as a methodology, uh, an example, a very simplistic example of how a lean schedule would look like or could look like, how does this look in the field? An analog way and a digital way yeah, because there are two ways. It's methodology, and uh, yes, there are tools to support us, but not necessarily. Maybe one or two questions uh, before I let you all into, uh, into lunch. So, all phase of me, a little bit lighter, a little bit uh, a smaller. Uh, business administration, in informatics, and that's why I think it's so important to show this picture. Um, I learned how to optimize processes, but I also know how to do it in, uh, in tooling. Uh, there is a uh, a generation called Xenials, uh, they're old enough to know what a floppy disk is and young enough to know what Spotify is in your phone. Uh, and I'm uh, uh, literally in the middle of it, uh, born 82, so uh, turning 40 in a month. We have seen from the Primanet uh, company, we have seen a lot of industries and we've seen a lot of uh, project control, so that's what we're talking about. Project control, scheduling, risk, etc. Uh, and we've seen that through, well, we have five companies, so five subsidiaries right now, uh, and one in Ireland uh, and no one is better than the other. I think the English are a little bit more mature in project controls, for example. They have a formal education in, uh, in that. I'm speaking a little bit later on uh, project controls education. Uh, but it's everywhere it's it's the same challenge. Um, Patrick was talking about it starts with planning, and I think that's a very solid point because how we we plan the work and work the plan, uh, and sometimes the working of the plan, so to follow the guidelines you anticipated, uh, just isn't followed. So um, this is the old way of scheduling. It. It's called critical path methodology, where you say one action before the other, and you have a strong relation. I can't start the roof before I finished the walls. Well, that's a logical one, uh, but in a typical construction industry uh, project uh, there could be a hundred thousand activities and they don't all have a logical relation uh, sometimes just purely a logistical uh, relation or a practical relation or a financial relation and you don't want to the uh, expensive stuff up front for example uh, uh, and the critical part is described as shoot did so the scheduling engineer a planning engineer is making his uh, schedule, his plan, based on estimators, based on architects, based on uh, planning that, that people, and he is telling to the actual workforce, you should do this at this time. And then a week later, or a month later, depending on the process they are following, he's going to ask, probably on paper, did you do what I told you? And not what I told you, because I told you, so, but what's in the plan? And that's a little bit what we try to say, that's the pushing of the people. And that's, that's the boss who's pushing the work ahead. So the planning agency okay, you are the carpenter or whatever function it is. You should do this. And if you look at lean methodology, uh, we need a more uh, committed schedule. Let me put it that way. So not everything has a relation, not everything can be pushed out. I have a um, plus or minus, and this is a, an actual schedule, and this is just a snapshot. Okay? The biggest schedules can go on a So it's a proven technology, a uh, logical relationship, that's what it's for. Uh, but it's really very complex because if you have 100 activities with maybe two relations, Right. It, uh, it goes out of order very quickly. Um, input, yeah? so the schedule needs to push out the schedule, but he also needs to collect the data. And on a typical work site, 50 workers, 100 workers. If you look at turnaround industries, for example, 500 users, three weeks, doing a decommissioning or turnaround is no exception at all. So the con- the, this disconnection between the push planning and yeah? between the scheduling engineer, the virtual controls engineer, and the workforce is uh, very quickly uh, disconnected. Um, this was the snapshot, this was just a part of it. This is how it really looks like, start to finish, every line is a, a, is a relationship. So what should we do? Well, if we want people to execute something, we need a commitment. Right? There's a really nice story about the chicken and a pig uh, opening a, a bacon and egg restaurant, and the chicken is involved, but the pig is really committed for the breaking. So, we are going to add two steps in the process. So, it still become, it starts still with the planning of the tasks. And the scheduler is going to tell, okay, we, not you, we should do this. And at that point, he is going to try to get commitments. And the commitment is literally hanging your task we always call it sticky notes, hanging your task on the wall in a digital tool, whatever. And with that with that sticking of that sticky note, he is committing to do that job, to do that task at that moment in time. Then a week later, or two weeks later, we're we'll gonna check if we still can do it, because we're going to plan a couple of weeks or a couple of months ahead. Can we still do it? And then at the end we're gonna Check if you actually did it. Of course, things will change. Okay? The only secure, the only thing I can promise you in a project that, it's, that it will not go to baseline 1.0. There are always changes. Weather changes, material changes, whatever. But making a complete process of this plan to check act cycle huh? or should, can, did, will uh, uh, cycle is going to have a more committed schedule. Very, very simple uh, example. We have five activities, normally we have relationships between them. Uh, A column is a week, let's make it very simple. We're gonna put them in place uh, in the next couple of weeks, months even, and we're gonna look in a more detailed way at that task. Very simple thing, if I need to install a top, I don't want every bolt and nut in my schedule, but sometimes the carpenter or the diplomancy or something. So if we look into details of that activity, there are these unrelated tasks. Let's call them the And maybe one task can exist, or one activity can exist with more than one task. And not all by the same discipline or skill set. If you are going to put this in a real critical part schedule, it will escalate very quickly so we are gonna check so this is the should part we should do this huh? those tasks should be by the electrician or by the... I don't know why we need the chemistry or uh, the manager to sign off something or inspect something well etc etc everybody has its own task and we're gonna check if we can do this So. In the first week, can we do this? In the second week, can we do this? And maybe there are two or three uh, tasks which cannot be done because something changed. What you will do is you will recommit them. You will recommit them because they are not related. The green one wasn't related to the red one. I can do it here when it's possible. By sticking that note a week ahead, by i.t or by uh, making pictures etc i am recommitting my duty for next week and this is a continuous process huh? we are going to start this week by week by weekly by weekly whatever process you need and if it's a very quick project you're going to do it more often it's a very long project you're going to do it less often this might take you 10 minutes 15 uh, 50 minutes of a week But it's giving you a very clear side of where the obstructions will be, where the relations will be. So by cutting those big activities into smaller sticky notes, uh, you get a more committed schedule. Um, Master planning, same. It's a little bit like the Kaizen uh, uh, discipline, I said. I'm gonna take it a little bit quicker. We're gonna do the master plan. That's the traditional plan. That we're going to do it in phases yeah and this is where lead starts coming in make the ready and yeah? make ready plan uh, look at window for example six weeks. and yeah? we are looking at tasks uh, here identifying constraints uh by handing off um, uh uh by handoff so you can do it often i hand it off for example uh commitment then yeah? this is the reliable promising and yeah? this is where i commit myself with the sticky note the weekly huddles, um, and by experience, this is ten minutes, fifty minutes. Yeah, because you skip the chit chat, you can say, okay, this is the week ahead. It's not major in number of activities. Uh, that's what we're doing. And then we are learning from it, and yeah, because this is the uh, removing of the waste, uh, for example. Then we're going to do this again in those uh, in those early year uh, uh, differences. Um, what's the big advantage? Um, the big advantage is you have a very strong, committed schedule. Eh? People are actually committed because, well, I know for sure everybody in Europe hates to, needs, uh, hates to be told what they should do. Eh? We always want to have our own saying. Uh, I'm from the Netherlands. Eh? We are the best in it. Eh? We have a special word for it. It's called pullden. Discuss as long as you have a compromise and that takes a very, very long time. Uh, I can uh, Can you identify some pitfalls? Yes, we can. It's a new way of thinking. Okay? It's the Joda guy telling you need to unlearn what you have learned before. This is just a discipline thing. We are scrambling up every Monday morning, 8 o'clock the electricity, 9 o'clock, etc., etc. You need to do this on a side basis, on a discipline basis, on a building basis, whatever you want. This is going to increase your productivity when you learn the process. So once your company is aware of this, or your site team is aware of this, this will make your life a lot easier. How does this look like in real life? Uh, This picture is actually made at the biggest uh, construction site in Belgium. This is the ring around Antwerp. Uh, I think 60% of all rings in Belgium are at that site, uh, as we speak. Um, and you see, this is just well, paper based. Uh, there is an Excel shadow behind it. Sorry for that. Uh, but this is one of my colleagues, the pretty lady in the front. Uh, they are doing these huddles by discipline. Turning a note is a milestone, having a specific core is a discipline. There are some logical things uh, to do. Um, but it also can be supported by tools. There is a critical path schedule for this one, they have this process implemented in the team. Uh, so for example, this is the critical path schedule, where you it's you don't see it, but this is very simple with all these uh, relations. If we put all those small, i going to click one or two, this is the critical path, this is a sticky note, if the sticky note runs out of the critical path, the system will be if the critical part will change the sticky notes are not uh, at the right uh, place the system will be you will get an alert you will get a direct message this is literally something which can be dragged and dropped into new things here is how you commit to your schedule mm-hmm. very simple i have some room in this electrical cables. Eh? i need to install the tubes then the cables and then at the end i need to connect them to the uh, to the main court and there is room in the schedule it has an opportunity because if i have to do another job somewhere else i can move it very simple i can literally take my sticky note and move it to the next week or day or whatever you want to do progress i always ask the people who can do progress digitally nobody is answering i always asked who's doing facebook at their couch at eight o'clock everybody's raising their hand how simple it is if you can like a picture on facebook you can put in your progress in uh, this is a tool called Oracle Primavera Cloud that's how simple it is that's what you need to have the team on board if you're missing something you want to learn you want to reduce waste if you're missing something system will ask you why did you miss it yeah the crew was not available i didn't get the permit Scaffolding wasn't up. Well, whatever missing reasons you can think of, just click it, say next, and at the end, you have data available. Why did we miss so much installation of the cables? Can we talk to the contractor? Can we talk to the scaffolding agency? Can we talk to whoever we need to talk to? That's what you need to be supported by data. System will be, I told you, that's how simple it is. Adjuster, this is a scheduling engineer, look and feel, There are two arrows in here. I can zoom in, Yeah, this is not possible because of reason X, Y, and Z. Data available, what's completed, what's not completed, how are we in progress? What's on a company basis? eh? I need to talk to those guys, or I need to talk to those guys. What are the reasons missed? I need to look at the material handling, because two out of three missing reasons are because the materials are not there. Well, then we need to talk to the logistics guys. That's how we need to be more aware of this new way of working. Practical was saying it, I use the slide, Patrick was using a lot. The construction engineering industry is really bad on productivity and efficiency. It's really, I'm well, not stupid, but it's really a shame that we are building those really great things, uh, but we are we are dead last in productivity for years. McKinsey data we bought five years ago. Uh, Agriculture was behind us. They leaped over us because they do GPS, corn, whatever. So we really need to stick up with this. uh, So, we are at a job skills and training session today. So, uh, lean scheduling is uh, part of the, uh, the um, uh, talk we're going to give. Uh, also did it at the lean scheduling uh, stage uh, uh, this morning. Um, but also, lean scheduling is part of project controls. And, and that's where we are going to talk about. Uh, it's the National Construction Summit. Um, we've seen a lot of uh, learning and development teams, uh, but nobody I could find, at least in, uh, in Ireland or in, in the rest of Europe as a formal education on project controls. But why is it so important? That's uh, that's, uh, something I'm trying to explain today. Very good introduction. Uh, He didn't mention a picture. It's from 10 years ago and 10 kilos, I think. Uh, Business Administration and uh, informatics, And that's where the process comes into place with the the IT part. Um, uh, A little bit about PrimaNet. Uh, PrimaNet uh, started in the Netherlands, but expanded majorly in, uh, in Europe. Um, uh, so that's where, uh, where we are, uh, as you can see uh, here, uh, and we are active in a lot of things. One of them is the PrimaNet Academy, uh, where, uh, where we uh, educate project controls. Um, for the rest, PrimaNet, Primavera, Netherlands. We, uh, we train people, we implement software, we resell software worldwide, and uh, we staff uh, all good educated people. Um, what is project controls um, everybody is uh, probably familiar with the triple constraint time money and, uh, and scope uh, but that shifted the last couple of years to uh, to what we like to call the BM star the BM star is huh? majorly uh, in- involved with uh, with BMI uh, risk resources and quality comes into place when you talk about controlling your uh, your project um, within project controls we focus on five of them because the quality part is probably at the uh, quality department of the contractor, which is not a staffing, uh, the staff uh, function within the organization. Um, there are technical engineers probably, or um, work maintenance people, or uh, so. We miss out the quality. And the project manager says, "Okay, uh, we need to balance those constraints into uh, into one bucket and uh, uh, finish in time within the resources we have available." Uh, trying not to take too many risks uh, or calculate them to uh, to avoid them, uh, etc. Uh, so that's where we are focusing on. Uh, and, and there are three what we like to call supporting knowledge areas. Um, Chains, uh, communication and value. And those three tell me something about the rest of them. So it's always a change in time, change in risk or communicating about um, how many risks are we taking, et cetera. And that's what we do as, a, as an organization um, in, in Europe. The real power lies in the integration of those. Um, so you you can always be in time if you have enough resources available or enough money. Right? So we have seen that uh, overspending of resources buys you time lately. But uh, in the most cases, um, we want to be in time, in budget, Within the risks, etc. So, uh, we really need to be looking closely at the integral part of uh, of the BM uh, uh, system. Um, because, hey, if we look back, for example, and this is one of the uh, uh, um, researches have been uh, conducted the last couple of years, uh, I was telling you earlier, construction and engineering is the the least productive industry which is there Uh, that's not not a good thing to be there Uh, but if you look at for example mining or infrastructure uh, the number of years is always two around two years of a delay and the number of project delayed is well, gigantic so uh, yeah there is a a long way to come Uh, and by controlling your project better uh, we try to reduce the delay or don't be delayed, for example. Um, one very good example uh, we uh, we are involved in is the European medicine agency in Amsterdam it has been built uh, last year uh, and there was a 99 probability demanded by the contractor, sorry by the owner, to be in time. Uh, budget was also very important, but the, the time perspective was very important because 900 or 9,000 people need to move from London to Amsterdam. And it would be very nice if there was an office available. Uh, and it was also a prestigious uh, project because the Dutch environment really wanted, uh, the Dutch government really wanted EMEA, uh, uh, EMA uh, to land in Amsterdam and not in uh, in uh, Milan, for example. So stepping uh, a little bit back, uh, when uh, when you hire a CFO or a financial person, uh, it's, of course you hire skills. He has a formal education in econometry or economics or uh, or in uh, bookkeeping, etc. And he went to the university, he went to school, to learn that uh, he has tools available. Almost every major company has SAP or Exact or uh, whatever uh, Oracle uh, NetSuite or e-business suite, etc. And uh, he has a supporting organization. Uh, he has some staff members to, to help on bookkeeping, etc. So he is, well, he comes into a warm bath, what you like to call him in the A If you hire somebody at the CPO, which is a non-existing function, eh, because there is no project officer at the board, uh, he doesn't have a project management office, or not always, eh? It's becoming more and more, but we have a long way to go. eh? It's not by standard that we have a supporting organization in the project uh, management uh, team. Tooling, uh, yes, a lot, a lot different tooling. Microsoft, Primavera, Excel, or, or whatever you uh, want to call. There's no standardization. There's no uh, centralized implementation, etc. Um, and skills, um, yeah, it's hard to find formal education. Um, so project management. Uh, we've seen a lot of project managers who have been doing the job for a lot of time and now become a manager of the projects. Uh, where they there first for some some role in the in the project organization. So the importance is becoming more and more uh, available. And money is uh, uh, money is becoming cheaper and cheaper. Risk are becoming higher and higher. Uh, public image is becoming more and more important. So yeah, closing a project in uh, in time and budget uh, yeah, should be one of the priorities. Um, if you look in the Benelux region, for example, a uh, mid or big size uh, contractor infrastructure makes a 1.5 to 2% EBIT uh, on a couple of billion euros. So it's still a lot of money, but if a risk occurs, it will go gigantically. at hundred million euros on a risk, for example, in uh, uh, infrastructure is not a big claim. Uh, so you don't earn a lot of money, but you can lose a lot of money so the risks are, uh, are very big a couple of big examples where people uh, organizations uh, went bankrupt uh, because of one or two project failures this project controls everywhere in the construction and engineering side uh, yes we think there is no matter if you are a carpenter or a scaffolding agency or a project manager or uh, quantity Surveyor, everybody has one, eh, if you remember those five knowledge areas, if you see something or raise an issue, don't ignore it. Eh? If you see a window which cannot be closed, raise the issue? Eh? It can become a risk, it can become a claim. If you see something which is preventing you of doing your job, raise an issue, tell your scheduling engineer, your planning engineer, I can't start tomorrow because that scaffold is in the way. Because those pipes are not isolated, etc. If you see something which is non, uh, not affecting you, but your colleague or your partner, mm-hmm. raise the issue. Okay? Everybody has eyes and ears in the construction site. It's very important to be aware of you know, what can happen in these, in these spaces. And not just from a negative side, but if you know you don't have anything to do tomorrow, then it's very attractive to go and sit and drink a cup of coffee. But you can also proactively go to your project manager and say, hey, tomorrow I have four hours of work to spend. Is there an opportunity? And we can check if we can do some work in preparation, for example. And so opportunity is the positive side of a risk, which is becoming complex, more and more... um, applicable as well uh, yeah, if you if you finish too late you will get a penalty if you finish too early you will get a bonus uh, because opening a site earlier, opening a refinery earlier, makes a lot of money so that's where uh, opportunities are also um, some very simple uh, uh, schedule five tasks uh, we are going to focus on, uh, on three of them uh, this looks, in a schedule, that eh? this is not resourceful, what we like to call But if we click a little bit further and focus on three of them, for example, in three simple tasks, six people can be involved. Six roles can be involved. That might mean six crews of five people. That means 30 people. 60 eyes who can spot an opportunity or a risk, etc. So making people aware of all kind of different tasks, and responsibilities and relations between those can be very interesting. So, um, one of the statements we want to make is make everybody aware of the uh, importance of project controls, project management, etc. because um, this is a playback of a a schedule uh, which is only taking three weeks uh, but you can see how many changes those highlighted ones can't be executed in week number two so they need to move, if we could have spotted that earlier, uh, we could have rescheduled them earlier, and they would have been able to finish there. Uh, removing your constraint, this is called rescheduling, uh, where you do a weekly huddle to see, okay, what has been committed to me, what can I do, huh? are there any things blocking me from doing my work, um, and how can I recommit and we'll uh, and do them afterwards. Um, so this is very, uh, very important this is how it looks like in the real world yeah, with uh, sticky notes and this is called the last planner principle or uh, lean scheduling where people are literally pasting uh, gluing sticky notes on the wall uh, different colors different shapes if we turn a sticky note it will become a milestone etc and this is uh, this is one of the example of a weekly huddle uh, what needs to be checked, what has been done, where are risks. If you walk here by and drink a cup of coffee and you spotted something earlier, it would be very helpful if you walk into this room and say, hey, I spotted that window that can't be closed, for example, and uh, we are uh, looking at it. Um, because it can be complex very quickly. Huh? This is a simple installation of a bathroom, but it can be complex very quickly. How to incorporate uh, awareness, make people aware and we need to talk about this uh, early uh, communication, uh, try to communicate about the progress, etc., involvement and commitment. Uh, There's a very, uh, very funny story about the chicken and the the pig uh, who uh, open up a restaurant. Um, Make your own PMO, project management office. Just put everybody with their project management skills into one department and let them support everything and they can do it from nature. And formal education is, uh, is I think, very, uh, very important, and that's one of the reasons why PrimaNet started uh, PrimaNet Academy, uh, opening up in Ireland about well, two years ago, closed two years, minus uh, two weeks ago, uh, due to the situation, uh, but we're reopening uh, this uh, this week, literally uh, in uh, in, Lixip, uh, in, the, um, in the area, 50 minutes away from here. There's a theoretical part, there's a tooling part, there's a specialization part where you can be trained to your own page, uh, on site, off site, our training uh, centers, or remote, even uh, with Zoom and Teams now are very familiar. So, and again, uh, welcome back to the studio for the final closing remarks. I hope you enjoyed the two keynotes and um, they are downloadable at uh, at this website. If you want to share this, for example, with your team, uh, we're more than happy to uh, to look into um, uh, guests who have been experiencing uh, uh, lean scheduling or the awareness of project controls. Hey, it's always an open invitation to the Procom podcast where we want to have people talk about their project uh, and, and how project control is helping uh, Helping that. So if you want to be a guest on our uh, podcast, please visit proconpodcast.com and uh, subscribe or, or, guests, um, or, or fill out the guest booking form. And I'm more than happy to welcome you at the studio or in real life, of course. So that's an open invitation to everybody. Uh, thanks again. A little bit longer podcast than usually uh, due to the two keynotes, but I think it's very interesting to ha- have this overall look at this National Construction Summit where the um, well complete, in the most broad way, complete, uh, construction industry of Ireland uh, was visiting, was exhibiting, us, partnering up with the uh, with the uh, organization. Uh, thanks again, also for the organization to uh, to uh, to give us the opportunity to well make people more aware of new methodologies of of the educational part uh, together with our partner primeat academy of course uh, which opened up their subsidiary again in uh, in dublin uh, so if you are interested in the podcast please visit procompodcast.com and if you want to tune in well please follow uh, uh, us on apple spotify google or whatever uh, or look with live video actually on procompodcast.com Happy to join for the next time. In two or three weeks, we will be back at this uh, studio and uh, looking forward to the new uh, listeners we have been uh, gaining uh, for uh, a couple of episodes. Uh, Thank you for now and looking forward to to the the next episode. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Procon Podcast. To listen and watch more episodes, you can subscribe and access the resources mentioned in this episode by visiting proconpodcast.com. We look forward to seeing you on our next episode, where we will continue to lead the Project Controls conversation. The Procon podcast and the associated resources is published under copyright to PrimaNed. All rights reserved, no reproduction of this content is permitted.